Welcome to Honestly Haunted. Honestly Haunted. We're your hosts, Erin Grogan and Abby Chowning. We, for some reason, have a bit of a theme going on these past few weeks. Yeah. So we we had a Japan story, then we had a story about Bloody Mary, which has been a game. And, you know, this week we have a Japanese game story. So but it's, it's still spooky. It is still spooky. So I don't know what it is about us lately, but uh, I do know that this week's topic is one game that I have no desire to play at all. Ever. Ever. Uh-uh. Ever. We talked about a different Japanese game in our conspiracy episode about Eliza Lamb that we had, had released, but... Japan is just full of really terrifying games that honestly should just never be played. They need other hobbies. Yeah. Japan. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) Uh, So this one is called Hitori Kakarunbo, or One Man Hide and Seek. When you look up the directions to this game, much like the elevator game, the stakes are pretty high. It says, if you do not follow the steps properly, you will die. Do not play this game at all you will die. End quote. (laughs) Quite literally. Yeah. You will die. So the actual game seems to stem from Hitori ritual Kakarumbo, which is a ritual or was a ritual to commune with spirits through dolls. But it, it, first of all, wasn't a ritual that has really been done much anymore. It's a very old one. But in 2006, in chat rooms on the internet, This game emerged from ancient ritual and took a sinister turn. Essentially, this game calls forth a spirit, and some say an evil spirit, to be placed in a doll. So what you need to play this game is a stuffed doll with limbs. Many people urge against using a human-style doll, but I guess that's up to you if you are feeling... Super but honestly, crazy. yeah, after listening, after like knowing what else is coming, don't. Yeah, listen to this whole episode before you go out and get yourself a doll. Yeah, don't do it. Thanks. <laughs> you also need enough rice to stuff that doll as you're going to take out all of its stuffing and replace it with the rice. You also need something from yourself. So this is referred to as a body part in many parts of the rules. But often what they mean are like fingernail clippings or, or things, hair or hair or hair, something like that. So uh, when we say body part, like at later points, we're not meaning like cut off an arm and throw it in the doll. Something a little bit less drastic. <laughs> um, but this represents you. And what it does is it means that whatever happens to the doll also then happens to you. In a way, it's like creating what we may know of as a voodoo doll. But there's also a warning here to never use someone else's body part or parts, as this could actually corrupt the game and mean the spirit takes over that person, not the doll. You also need a sharp-edged object used to irritate the spirit by stabbing the doll. Which sounds great on its own. But another warning here. Do not use a knife or scissors. In fact... Use something that you yourself wouldn't mind being stabbed with, like a small needle or a wooden toothpick. Wooden toothpick is like the the biggest 
one that people use. Um, something non-lethal, preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because the, if the spirit finds it during the game and, and it is, spoiler alert, it won't be hard for them to find, um, you'll likely get stabbed with it. Oh, goodness. So. It just gets... Yeah. So don't use a knife. So you also need red thread to sew up the doll, and it is important that it is red as it symbolizes blood vessels. You will also need salt water or salt and a bathtub with water. If you don't have a tub, you can use a large basin. It needs to be large enough to submerge the doll. Finally, you need a safe spot to hide. You need this place to be secure, and if you have religious icons that protect you in your own religion, it's suggested to have them with you in the hiding spot. So now that you have all of your items, you give your doll a name. Which also, just like, small caveat, please do not have all these items. We are not telling you to go play this game. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like reverse psychology, but we're really telling you not to do this. Like, so, now that you have all your items, wink. <laughs> yeah, not so much. So you have your items, you gotta give your doll a name, which is already not great because you're not supposed to name spirits. Yeah, like don't, don't do that. That's a rule. If you didn't know it was a rule, it's a rule. So as we mentioned, you'll cut it open and take out its stuffing and replace that stuffing with rice along with your body part, fingernails, hair, etc. Sew that doll back up now with the red string and then wrap the entire doll with the remaining string. This is meant to bind the spirit. Fill your tub with water and wait until 3 a.m., the witching hour. It's so much worse. Yeah. Before 3 a.m., make sure that all lights are off in your house. Do not subject your pets to this if you are an idiot enough to subject yourself to this. <laughs> Animals are innocent. Animals are innocent. Do not keep them inside the house for this. Uh, otherwise, definitely keep them in the house. Right? Because yeah, you're not going to do it. Take them all in. Yeah. At 3 a.m., you will enter the bathroom with your doll and say, First tagger is your name, so your own name. And you'll say that three times. Then you put the doll in the tub. Walk to another room, but do not look back. It's important not to look back because if you do, you might see the spirit as it enters the doll. If that happens and the spirit and you make eye contact, it could possess you instead. After walking to another room, count slowly to ten. Then return to the bathroom and go to the doll and say, I found you, doll's name. And then stab the doll with your stabbing object. Then close your eyes and say, now doll's name is it. Doll name. Say that three times again. Leave the stabbing object inside the doll and pour some salt water into your own mouth. Do not swallow this as it is being, as it being in your mouth is a protection. Bring a cup of salt water with you as you then proceed to your hiding spot. It is recommended to not lock your windows or doors in your hiding spot in case you need to exit quickly, or others who know you are playing the game need to help and break in. It's also suggested to have your phone on silent and its brightness lowered as low as possible in case of any emergency. Here, all directions give another reminder about how important it is to keep salt water in your mouth at all times during this game. Keep silent and make no noises. If you do, the spirit will find you, stab you, and then possess you. To end the ritual, leave your hiding spot, find the doll, which may or may not be in the bathroom anymore, and then, finally, drink the salt water. Pour the remaining salt water around the doll in a circle. Then, with your eyes closed, shout, I win, three times. This will make the spirit give up and leave the doll. Finally, 
you must bury the doll with salt after playing, or else the spirit could easily re-enter the doll. Also, if you did find the doll in a place other than the bathroom, you should put salt in the corners of that room as well. Some more warnings that come with this game are to never play for longer than two hours, or else the spirit will be nearly impossible to remove. They also warn to not turn around when going to your hiding spot, or else you may see something very disturbing. Do not play when others are in the house, or they can be unintentionally hurt or even killed. Likewise, do not play with multiple people, as that will result in one of the players getting possessed. Do not turn on any lights, but you can have on your TV. Do not fall asleep while playing, or else this tells the spirit that you have basically just said, If you find me, you can have my body. Do not leave the house while playing. Do not play if you get easily frightened or have a weak heart. And finally, do not give the spirit your name or another's name, as that could result in a curse. Those who have said they've done it online have found lots of different types of things happen while playing. Many people report the doll having been found in a place that wasn't where they left it at. Others have seen strange images or faces on their TV screens, while some find their previously on TVs are now off. One person claims that while hiding, they heard grains of rice falling along the hallway. Many people report sounds that could be likened to a poltergeist, like breathing and rapping and footsteps. Some people say they've had intense ear ringing and suffered chills and pains in their body despite seeing no injury. Others have said they felt themselves being watched. One person on Reddit told a story, sorry, one person on Reddit told about a story of them and a friend planning to do this game, which already has some flags because you're supposed to do it alone. They got everything ready by filling the doll they got from a dollar store with rice and closing it with the red string. The girls had to wait a while as it was daytime to actually do the ritual. So they decided to, as many young girls with sisters do, go mess with their younger sisters who were in the pool. So one of the girls threw the doll at the sisters in the pool while ducking down so that she couldn't see who threw it. The girl heard the splash and her sister say, what was that? She laughed and got up, but the sister threw the wet doll back at her. The girls were laughing and messing with each other, but after a bit, the original girl looked around and couldn't see the doll anywhere on the ground. The girls searched the pool to make sure it hadn't drowned to the bottom, even though it was quite literally thrown out of the pool, and they all checked around the grass and everywhere, and the doll was nowhere to be seen. They felt extremely uneasy, but since they couldn't find the doll, they couldn't do the ritual. I can't help but wonder, though, if by throwing the doll in the pool, they didn't already do at least like a part of it. Enough to welcome a spirit into the doll so it could walk away. Yep, that's terrifying. So another person's story of doing this game for a bit too long had some worse consequences. Like right off the bat, if you're like me, you might have already noticed a couple of things about this. One is that we say, we gave a warning, don't give your name. But part of the rules is to say... It's my turn. It's my turn with your name. And so some people online say like, oh, well, you're supposed to give a fake name. Mm. Some people, and, but, but not every place I found the rules said that. So there are people who don't know that you're supposed to give the fake name. Likewise, we gave the warning that you shouldn't do it for more than two hours because it's uh, likely to make it harder to get the spirit to go away. I also saw numerous places online where they were actually instructed to do it until sunrise, which if you're starting at 3 a.m. means you're doing it for a long time. time. A whole day over a and so and, and I've also seen comments on things where people said they did it for that and had bad consequences of people being like, it's because you did it for so long. Yeah. 
So there is some back and forth. Yeah. So, uh, so here's one story where there were some worse consequences. And here's a quote from her story about when she, this girl and her cousin both did the game at their own houses. Her story is as follows. I followed everything, sent text messages to my friends and cousin who was doing the same thing at her house. I even snorted at some of the things that they had to say. I thought it was stupid. 5am. I felt like giving up. But when they said that I should wait a bit longer, I did, until it was about seven. Imagine my surprise when I found the ugly monkey next to my bedroom door. Freaking out, I hurriedly took a mouthful of salt water and spit it out on the thing, doused more on the blasted thing than more, with more, and then burned it. As I did, I felt cold. For the past two weeks, the feeling of being watched and being followed never left me. And there was this one moment in my life that I knew, and I just knew that once I saw the doll on my way home in one of the corners of the streets going to my house, it only happened once, but it was enough for me to know that I will never, ever do anything as stupid as that again. Another player of the game described her own experience, and when she did, she urged others not to play. She said, please don't do this. I did it last night. I ended the game at 4.20 a.m. Exactly as told. I followed every rule. I am sick as a dog and my body hurts. I hear wind inside my ears and my hair keeps getting pulled. I woke up with scratch marks around my navel. I can post pictures. I even tried the whole binding it with love bit to ensure the game is played safely. Good spirits don't harm. The thing you conjure isn't good, no matter how much love you're trying to douse it with. If you think giving it a fake name will work, guess again. I heard it call my name. I walked to the bathroom and saw my pink panther bear and toothpick exactly where I left it, with one weird extra. Cat hair, knotted by its whiskers. I smell blood and I feel like there are maggots in my throat every time someone calls me. I start vomiting, hearing that disembodied voice instead of the person who's doing the calling. I can't use the bathroom because every time I sit down, I get poked till I bleed, and a toothpick would be left drifting in the bowl. Have some self-respect, love for preservation, and keep your curiosity at bay. So freaking scary. Isn't it so scary? It's so scary. And I just don't understand. Like, I think you have to be... A really, 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 really deep skeptic to even attempt something like this. Yeah. Like, what do you need to prove? Like, what do you need to know to play? Like, what? Well, I just, yeah. And I think it's a cultural thing, too, because so this game, the elevator game and a lot more games like this gained extreme, extreme popularity with the advent of the Internet in Japan. Mm -hmm. So like Japanese chat rooms... (laughs) Now's not the time, Moo Moo. I'm in a very fragile state. <laughs> Japanese chat rooms would often be where these games would get, like, would have a boom. Like, everyone would mm. be explaining it. It would get more, wider recognition. People would talk about their experiences. They would give advice and tips and all of this stuff. And it became bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, and now, of course, there are a lot that have urban legends surrounding them that have other things like the Eliza Lamb case and things like that. Um... And so part of me also is just interested from like an anthropological standpoint of what about the culture in Japan makes these these types of games so 
popular. Yeah. And that so many people are willing to do them because like, like you, I read this and was like, nope, never, not in a million years, would not ever try this. But there are kids trying this, first of all, all over, but definitely in Japan. Mm -hmm. And I mean... I don't know what, two weeks ago we talked about the, the forest and right. we talked about Yuri there, which are the Japanese ghosts. And even those ghost stories, which have been around since their ancient times, have a slightly different spin to the way that they approach mm-hmm. the idea of hauntings and spirits and ghosts that I wonder if there's something similar that there is a different cultural approach to these games that for some reason makes them popular. Yeah, I mean, and I guess you, we talked about how this was historically a ritual. Yeah. Um, that was taken from, like, a ritual used to right. summon and possess dolls. And so it obviously stems from that. And there's this old, lots of old lore of conjuring and summoning and not necessarily, maybe possessing, but for, well, for some sort of objective. So a lot of people will call this game a Japanese necromancy game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the internet modernized ritualistic... Necromancy. Ob- necromancy. <laughs> and, and Good job, internet. <laughs> yeah, you had so much potential. And this is what you're using your powers for. But I don't know. I just, I just, I find it like a perversion of the spirit world. Like it makes me very unsettled and I don't think it's, I think the last girl said it, it's like good spirits don't do harm. Yeah. And this literally says, like, the thing that this ritual summons will harm you. Yeah. And it's not, it, you can't even play the game right. Like, even if you played it perfectly, like, something's still going to happen to you. Right. And that's another thing that I saw, too, is that, like, so many people are, like, you can't find accounts where every single thing went right because there's... And, and also... Because nobody would write about it. I did it. Nothing well, happened. that's true, End of story. Too. But it's also, like, I have to wonder what the point is like what is like why because basically you end it either when you get freaked out you get too freaked out and you want to end it or you just feel like it's not working and you end it like there's no there's no like good outcome of it and I mean, I guess I, I can understand, like, it's an entertainment thing. It's a clout thing. Like, yeah. I did it with, you know, I did it. I can prove to the internet that I did it. Um, and it makes a good story. Like, people, I mean, sure. obviously we're reading these stories. Like, That's these stories have been circulated. Especially teenagers, like, love stuff like this. I say teenagers, like, we love stuff like this. But not, like, Are that we, we not would. teenagers? So youthful. So, so young. <laughs> 30. Uh. 30. Flirty and thriving. <laughs> Flirty and thriving. But <laughs> so so yeah, I guess it's hard for me to figure out the why, but at the same time, the why I guess is the same why that anybody including me have ever done Ouija boards. There's no reason to except to see if you can connect to the other side or yeah. to spirits and and a fascination with that. So I guess I guess I do understand it in some ways, but the fear element of this I think is is far too overpowering for me. I, if I did this and saw a stuffed animal that I put not only in the bathroom, because let's remember, we're putting it in a tub of water, which means that rice-filled stuffed animal is heavy. Yeah. Heavy. If I then saw that 
in a different room somewhere else, I would cry. Problems. Problems yeah. would happen. <laughs> well, and our the last woman who shared her story, I mean, that is terrifying. She would go to the bathroom, feel pokes on her butt, basically, yeah. and then look down and see a toothpick in the in bowl. The toilet, yeah. Ah! Could you and imagine was, if she had chosen a knife? And it was, yeah. She At least dead. tells you that. Yeah. yeah. She'd be dead. Yeah, and I mean, I guess your point makes a lot of sense, like, at the Ouija board, because it's like, more than one of us have attempted the Ouija yes. board. And, but also I think, because sometimes Ouija boards don't always have a negative connotation with them. Like, there's, there's right. examples of people who use them, and there's been, like, good, access to good spirits, or to non-violent, or non- Well, there's, there's this idea, I think, sometimes that, like, well, because you don't have to be alone doing Ouija, so there's this, like, party game element yes. of it, that- and I think it's the isolation of this game that mm -hmm. makes it that much scarier. Also, all the rules. I think, if I'm being quite honest with myself, I I am I am not a person who cheats at games, but I I am the type of person who would be extremely anxious if I had to make sure I followed every single rule. Or else you die. Or yeah, exactly. Like the stakes are the too stakes high are so for high. that many rules. Yeah. And it's like I would mess it up. I would mess it up trying my hardest to not mess it up. Right. Like, I would sabotage myself in a way, and that, I think, is also the part. It's it's the isolation and the heavy rules aspect of it. Yeah. And, and honestly, so, in looking at it, and I think this is pretty accurate, a lot of people online talk about how it came out of the ritual, but it is still a ritual. Yeah. There it, are so many rules and moments and times and all these sorts of things that you have to do. It is still a ritual. Yeah. They just found another medium in which to, like, convey the rules. Yeah. But yeah, I have rarely, every once in a while, we'll do enough. Because, again, we do a lot of this research before we record. And so, like, we're speaking it back after hearing it or looking at it for a little while. So it's it's very rare that we actually, like, get spooked as we're actually reading through our script yeah. or talking about our notes or our research. And for this one, like... I don't have, like, a lot of nervous tics, but I found myself, like, chewing on my hoodie string, and that's not something I normally do, and... This one it's... scared me, and it's... I find it interesting that this one scared both of us in the ways that it did, because it's not like we're playing it, and it's literally just talking about it, but for some reason, it also scared me so bad. When I, I typed up our script, and I was typing up the notes, the way my office is kind of set up, I have a window on either side of my desk... And so I'm sitting here typing and I'm looking at the computer screen, but I, out of, like, I kept looking and darting my eyes between the windows. And I don't know why. Like, it's, yeah. there was nothing there. There was no reason to do it. But I was on edge, feeling spooked, dart, like, looking everywhere, my eyes darting. Have you out. noticed me as we've been recording how my eyes keep looking to the window? Oh, crap. Oh, I don't like that. No, I just can't help it. Like, anytime, like, I mean. But that's what was happening while I was writing it, exactly. so it's kind of freaking me out. I also have my back to the window right now, which is currently freaking me out. I got you. I'm not going to let anything swing up on it. But, of course, her front, her office windows face the street, so, like, cars will go by. Right. Like, there's things that kind of catch your eye because it's just moving. But, like, I've talked about this before, like, how I'm really sensitive to shadow. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll feel like I'll see shadows like almost at the back of my eye like yeah. wrap around and i've like i feel like i've seen some since we've been recording like inside or outside just in my eyes like it's not like i see it in your room like okay. it's just like phew, phew, 
I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's okay. very bizarre. But we could still do a little saging before yeah, we, we close we might, out for the we night. we might want to. Because Which, again, this, this is so bizarre because it's just, we're literally just talking about a game. We didn't do it. We didn't, I mean, but, but for some reason, it's terrifying. It's like, I mean, I think we talked about it when we did the, the Japanese forest a few weeks ago. It's like the power of speech and of talking things yes. into existence. I believe it with all my heart that those things can happen. And the more you talk about it, the more power it gives. And so we're talking about stuff that's really particularly dark and sinister and yeah. we've been talking about it. And so it makes sense that we're uncomfortable now well, because when we've been I was talking about up, it. When I was typing up the rules for us to share with you guys, like I specifically typed your name, doll's name, things like that. I saw examples of people writing it out where they would insert names, like actual names. And I was like, no, even that's too much. Even that is too much for me. I know. I was almost as we were reading it, like it says, repeat it three times. Good. Because I'm not going to actually repeat it three times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think without a doubt, it probably brings us to our verdict. Yeah, me too. Honestly Honestly haunted. haunted. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like this one. Yeah, I do not want to do this game. I urge no one to do this game. Do not do this game ever. Please, people, don't. don't. Yeah, there's just just a lot of, especially like with the emergence of of the internet, things like this have become like a little bit more common, a little bit more widespread. And I think it can seem as innocent at first as Ouija board did. Because, I mean, I'd messed with a Ouija board in college and didn't think twice about it until not so great stuff happened. Right. And then never again. And so I can understand the impulse of, like, there's this thing on the internet. It's totally innocent. It's not going to hurt you. I should try it. But for some reason, though, like, this this cuts deeper than a Ouija board. It really does. And I, I don't have a total explanation as to why I think we've we've talked about some reasons maybe but it I still just feel spooked out just it's, talking about it the heart of it is that you're you're messing with something you don't understand well and maybe that's the other piece of it too is that like I said earlier like there is a cultural difference and things like that too that there is I know I don't understand this and yeah. that makes it even more terrifying than if I thought I knew yeah, if I had even a rough, like, guess of, like, this yeah. is likely the kind of spirits that it's conjuring or that, mm. like, there are, like, you know, for example, like, evil spirit or even demon, like, that play games. Yeah. Like, demonic activity that is, it's like, oh, something's inviting me to play. Yeah, never invite things. Yeah. Never. That's been our rule from day one. We yeah. don't summon, we don't conjure, we don't invite. And we even, <laughs> even talked, like, we, we talked a little bit about, we're like, oh, well, maybe we need to sage this room and we're getting freaked out and this, this has happened before. I've saged this house multiple times because even though we specifically do not invite things, I sometimes think that even just us talking about it talking manifests about it. some stuff. Yeah. And... We talk about the power of our words yeah. and... We're doing this to ourselves. We are. So we're not going to take it a step further by doing this game. No. No. We're not. We're drawing a line. We're ending the cycle. We're talking about it. (laughs) But but... (laughs) because we are all morbidly curious about these things, if you did do it, don't. Don't do it. But if you did, tell us. Let us know how it went. Yeah. But also don't do it. But But definitely tell us if you did. It's like that, that meme. <laughs> it's yes, but it's also no. It's 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 yes, but still it's no, but it's it's a yes. Exactly. It's a no. So don't do it, but if you already did it on your own. Or tell do us. for some reason still do it, even though don't. Don't. 
Just tell us about it. I think those are perfectly clear directions. Just like the game. How could you mess up those instructions? Those are perfectly oh. clear. But we we won't come for you or anything. Oh. So you're oh safe boy. from us. But if you do this game, you might not be safe. And we want you to be safe. So don't play the game. Exactly. So thank you guys so much for listening. Don't play games with things you don't know. And we'll be back next week with more Honestly Haunted. Thank you, as always, for listening to Honestly Haunted. Please follow us on social media at Honestly Haunted and consider becoming a Patreon supporter to help us continue to grow. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with more Honestly Haunted. Little Ron Steve.